Hello and welcome to the Socially Ambitious Podcast. I'm your co-host Liv. I'm your co-host Jess. And I'm your co-host Anna. On this show, we'll be delving into all things social media, delegation, and influencer marketing. Join us for insightful conversations on mastering work-life balance, pursuing your passions, and crafting the life you've always dreamed of. Get ready for actionable tips and empowering discussions. Hi, welcome to Socially Ambitious Podcast. Um, I'm Anna. I This is the first episode I'm actually recording by myself without Jess and Liv, so be nice to me. Um, and today we have a very, 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 very special guest, Michaela. She is not only uh, Jess and Liv's new assistant, she not only does our everything her socially ambitious she is one of our first ever uh influencers assistant course graduates and she's also my childhood best friend so i'm so excited to get into it Michaela, say hi hello i am so excited to be here thank you for having me i cannot wait Oh my God, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, give the people a little intro. Who are you? What do you do? How did how did we get here today? Where are you from? Give the people yeah. a taste. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Oh my God. How do I, <laughs> where do I even begin? Um, I guess I should start like from the beginning. Um, yeah, it's a great place I, to start. I've heard. Yeah, it's a great place to start. So, like Anna said, um, we are childhood best friends, pretty much have been through it all together. And she knows my high highs, she knows my low lows. And um, I would bring it back to one night we were having dinner in Red Bank, New Jersey. That's where I'm from. And I was talking to her about just like where I was at in life, as many of our conversations go, you know, and I was saying like, my gosh, I just like cannot keep up. I cannot make ends meet. I'm just going like from job to job and more specifically like part-time job to part-time job because I'm a little more um, free spirited, if you will. And so I never fully settled in a corporate role. So I was finding myself just like being pulled in a lot of different directions in life to kind of like, again, kind of like just live and make ends eat meat and finances were a big part of that. And I was just let go from a position. I was working at a Pilates studio at the time and Anna and I were having dinner and I was like, Anna, what? am I going to do? Like, I need a job. And then Anna at the other side of the table, this girl was like, <laughs> this girl was like, Michaela, um, God, like, I totally feel you. Like I not in like fully the same ways, but she's like, I'm, I like, don't know what I'm going to do. Cause like my influencer business is popping off. Like I need help. And, and, like, her and I, I was like on an unrelated note, <laughs> her and I just looked at each other and I was like, Hey, like, I'll help you. So that story is like so pivotal to how the whole rest of the trajectory began. I started working for Anna to do her brand pitching, 
while Anna was working for Jess and Liv as their full-blown influencers assistant. And this was and what then, this was like in September, August, September-ish, right? Yes, because I was working for you for like during the fall, because I know I started with Jess and Liv like January. Like, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yes. You know, new year, new me. <laughs> yeah. And this um, was as I was working for Jess and Liv as their assistant. And we were also starting to work on creating the course and that was getting super heavy. And I had like no time to do any of my own stuff. Also walk us through what kind of jobs were you doing at the time? Like what were all the different jobs that you had? Paint the full picture. Okay. Full picture. Okay. Even more detail. I was pet sitting I was doing front desk at a Pilates studio. I was nannying, which is a whole freaking nightmare that I literally cannot go into. You like hate kids. I <laughs> don't ask. Like, don't even. I mean, that's what was going. I was like, yeah. I mean, the desperation, I guess. You know, yeah. I I went to undergraduate school for psychology. Like my whole plan was to go straight to graduate school, but then I ended up moving to California just for fun. You know, just I just, the vibes. it was the vibe the at the time. Just the vibes at the time. Exactly. And so at that time I was working like part-time at Lululemon, um, teaching yoga. That's a big part of my journey, but, um, you know, it's just, again, like part-time hours or like a yoga yeah, class yeah. is like, you're going to get paid for that hour. So I, and then like, there would also be like little stints of projects. My sister has her own marketing company and she would hire me for just time sensitive projects. I would say at the time that you and I were chatting, I was doing a lot of pet sitting which I loved because I love animals, but like tiring, like a lot of tiring. It was pulling me away from like other things like social life and family. And, and I would like a big part was that I was really, my life was just like completely revolved around my jobs, like constant, like job revolving door. And when you and I were chatting, I was working, I was your, I became your assistant. I also like was a manager at a what was it like a salt spa? Yes, yeah, yeah, like a salt spa. It'd probably be easier to name the places you didn't work for at this point. I know that's actually. <laughs> I tried to keep it like under like the wellness animal umbrella. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like it was anything like under that umbrella that yeah, you yeah, could yeah. work. For. Yeah, wellness animal child umbrella. Yes, yes, yeah. So, so you started at like two and a half hours a week. How how did this escalate to now this being full-time? Funny story. Um, it escalated very quickly. The escalation process is actually probably one of my favorite um, aspects to reflect on because, okay, Anna... Yes, we started at two and a half hours per week, strictly brand pitching. And then at the time, like you said, you were doing a lot with Socially Ambitious. You were doing your own uh, vegan group tour trip preparations. Yes. And we started out normal with just the brand pitching. And then like every like few days or so, Anna would reach out to me and be like, hey, I'm doing X, Y, Z. Do you want to help me? And I'd be like, 
sure. Like, why not? And I was always like very down to work. Yeah. And she'd be like, so I need to put a non-disclosure agreement together. Do you want to do this? I'd be like, can you code? Are you a lawyer? Like, are you... (laughs) She'd be like, I need to make a full-blown insurance contract so that I don't get sued for my trips. Do you want to do that? And I'd be like, um, I'm sure I could figure it out. Like for legal so- reasons, this is a joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so that is how like that isolation would start. Like just like kind of like new projects added every week for her. And you started to just like exponentially grow so much yeah and yeah Yeah, because I remember September of 2022 like a video went viral and then I got like a lot more followers I wanted to do a lot more trips yeah that was like before then I decided to add a second trip and I was like crying not like with excitement but also I was like oh my god how am I gonna put all this together we're building so am right and then I also was like, and most like, if you have a good assistant, like people are going to try to steal them. So then you were also started working for like two of my friends before even socially ambitious. Right. Oh my God. I forgot. That's right. Yeah. You worked for Diana and. And yes. Yes. So, oh my God. I completely forgot about that. Oh my God. Literally. I, it's like this reflecting is making me remember like all those little things that happen that you fully forget. Fully about. forget. Yeah. You started doing oh, brand pitching for like two and a half other people. Yes. So then, and not to mention the rate at that time was really great. So I was able to like, at that time, then like brand pitching was like for you, Diane and Camo, that was like, okay, great. That was like one of my, one of my new side hustles. Like that's yeah. what I was doing. And yeah, I was pitching for them again during that like fall season, like September through Jan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was like, you know, along with her stuff, she was like, Hey, my friend is, you know, needs someone else to do this. Like fully thought, like being the best friend that she is, she was like fully thought of you referred to me. I was like, literally bless literally bless (laughs) it's like the sole reason I am where I am um and yeah that went on so I started working for Camilla then I started working with Diana pretty much same thing brand pitching that's just all that those particular influencers needed at the time which was kind of perfect because at that point I hadn't yet taken the influencers assistant course yet right because it didn't exist perfect it didn't exist yet that's right (laughs) it didn't exist um, and then, so when, what, when, so I basically approached you and I was like, Hey, so we put together the course, you're doing well at this. Do you want to be a beta tester for this? And so when you make a course FY, typically what you end up doing is you offer it to like a group of people at a discounted rate in exchange for like feedback to make sure it's like a hundred percent, um, you know, ready to go. So I was like, okay, Michaela, do you want to be one of our beta testers what went through your head? What, what, what was, tell us. Okay. So, yeah. So, all right. Full transparency. I was like, I don't know about this, which was so, it's so silly to think about that at the time because of how much, like, let's just say like 
quote unquote business I was getting like from Anna, literally by doing influencer assistant work, I was like, I just don't know about this. Like I was like, I was just thinking, you know, how, how big is this industry? Like what, what industry? Cause again, I'm coming from this like yoga, wellness, animal space. Like I don't come from the social media space whatsoever. Like I see influencers on Instagram and that's about it. Yeah. And you didn't also like, in all fairness, you didn't really have any like long-term goals in the social media space. I don't think this was never like, oh my God, it's my dream to like work in this industry. Like you're in, you know, grad school for something totally different. Like you're like, this kind of all happened super quickly. Right. Oh my God. Literally again, with the forgetting, I'm literally in friggin' Yeah. Michaela's in grad school to become a therapist. (laughs) Like insert that piece of information. I literally during all of this had started graduate school. So still a graduate student to become a counselor. Yes. Fingers crossed. We're, We're a little more than halfway through. So I was like, yeah, I was like, oh my God, like I'm like how much time I'm already like devoting so much time to school. I like have my new little side hustle. Like I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, I'll probably just like keep scooting on by. And I was like, I was talking to my sister about it. Cause she's in the social media space. And I was like, I just needed to like, take a second and be like, yeah. okay, what makes sense right now? Like, what are the facts saying? I'm a big, like facts over feelings, girly. The facts are that Anna literally has supplied me so much work. This course fell into my lap. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. So that is how I became a beta tester. So I was one of the course, and I'm so honored. Yeah. I was thrilled. We were thrilled to have you. It was really cool experience beta testing. And then pretty soon after we were obviously like, okay, we can't, you know, we're not going to hire someone like not from our course. And then I had had kind of like a conversation with Justin live after we made so am where I was like, this is getting really busy. My trips were getting really busy. I also was doing like two group trips back to back. So I was going to be kind of be like MIA for a month. I was like, I think it makes sense for someone else to take over. And I think we should chat with Michaela And then pretty soon, so you started at like two and a half hours a week in like September. And then in December, pretty much it escalated to, do you want to be Jess's assistant? Do you want to be Liv's assistant? Do you want to run socially ambitious customer service to then two months later, do you want to run everything for socially ambitious? And now how how much do you work now? Okay. Yeah. So I started with the two and a half hours for you. And then it was kind of similar with Kimla and Diana. So let's just say roughly like eight hours a week there. Yeah. Give or take. You got too busy. You referred me to Jess and Liv. Okay. And then you got too busy and fired me. Oh my God. So, so, (laughs) so isn't it funny? Like just the cycle of everything. The cycle of life. Yeah. Come around. So yeah and everything just happens so naturally which is i think like why all of us just like so synergetically work so well together because it just like it just was aligning like when you know you know you know yeah so jan jan of 22 23 23 yeah Yeah. look anna is like i'm getting too busy to work for dress and live 
I put in a good word for you. You have an interview on this day. I was like, holy shit. Oh my God. This is like the real deal. Like I had heard about Justin Liv. Like, you These know, are the you, big dogs. These are the big dogs. Um, took the influencers assistant course being like, oh my God, can I do this? And, um, and as someone not in the space, I was like, oh my God, like they're influencers. Like I've only seen pictures of them. Like, what is it? Like, I can't believe I'm going to talk to these girls and totally like not even connecting to the fact that like, they're just people and not to mention like some of the most like wonderful girls, like all yeah, of you are just in, you know, just plug. You're so amazing and very fully human and just down to earth. Very down to earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah quick fast forward to today I work anywhere from I would say maybe like 26 to 30 hours a week yeah okay between the three things and now it's just yes because you no longer work for anybody else it's just just live and so am exactly those three those are like my three like clients so your three clients (laughs) um and so what is like walk us through like what does your day-to-day look like like what I think that's a big question a lot of people like what does an influencer's assistant even do like what do you what is an influencer what do you even do what do you know do you influence like do you (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny to be asked that question because I so often am like answering emails about that or like hearing you guys on the gram, you know, try and tell people like what the heck it is that we do. And this is such a like loaded question because really every position is going to be different. So I'm just going to talk from my perspective. So Mm Uh, I would say I can kind of break it down into like what I do for Justin Live and then what I do for SOAM. So Justin yeah. and are really similar in that their priority is creating collaborations because that's like their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. So a huge part of that, it always seems to come down to brand pitching. Mm-hmm. So I am pitching minimum <clears throat> 25 brands a week and this is also like high level there's like little differences and nuances in there but Mm -hmm. I'm pitching 25 brands a week for them all of which get weekly Mm follow-ups I also am managing their inbox every single day you know kind of differentiating between what it is that I need answers to what do I think that they'd want to see or want to get involved with and then you know just not even bothering them with like any spam, just things that aren't important because their inboxes are flooded with so many things. I think that's a big like misconception. Even as I see people talk about brand deals, I don't think people understand like how much like garbage is in an influencer's assistant inbox and like how many people even like, like I feel like when someone says like, oh, someone gets paid like a thousand dollars per video, let's say, or something like that, that like how it happens is like someone just comes into their inbox and is like, hey, I'd like to work with you and pay you a thousand dollars for this and this. And like, I don't think they understand it's not unusual for like fifth, like there's a brand I've been going back and forth. Well, I, as in my assistant, I haven't done anything um, (laughs) for like a month over like rates and deliverables and things and how often someone comes in and it's just like, oh, we'd love to work with you. And either they don't have a budget or they don't, they're not aligned expectations 
Or a lot of time they didn't read like a lot of the time. I literally get, I'm a vegan page and I get things that are like meat advertisements. And I'm like, okay. Like what? <laughs> um, and yeah. And how much there's like a back and forth about collaborations, how much is like, just needs to even be sorted through before you even get to that. Yeah. It's so true. You fully hit the nail on the head. It's, and something that came to mind as you were talking was just what needs to happen to make these girls' lives easier. And Mm -hmm. truly what that is, is like only giving them exactly what they need to see or exactly what I need an answer to or versus what can I just not bother them with? Like if I can figure this out without them, I'm not going to bother them with it. And so that's also part of the job is like when you kind of get into your groove with your influencers, it's what do they want to know? How do they want to know it? Or what can I do on my own? Cause they need to be focusing on creating content, mm-hmm. um, you know, keeping their eyes on their big visions mm-hmm. while I help execute it, yeah. you know, and do what I can to kind of like facilitate that for them, like making sure that they have what they need to do it. And all right. So to-do lists, um, there's going to be things that Justin and Liv are going to put on my to-do list, whether it's, I want to follow up with these brands, um, in January, I did like gifting with them. Let's try and kick it up a notch. Or can you, <laughs> oftentimes also it's like, can you, um, help me find my registration and my yeah. So, I like register just to vote when you. Yes. Yeah, so like sometimes little personal things will sprinkle in there. I would say the to-do list is very miscellaneous or it's like, can you, you know, make edits in my media kit, you know? Um, yeah. You're I like, that definitely varies, you know, influencer to influencer and even Jess and Liv have different assistance for different people, but your job in particular is pretty like admin focus, like email management, brand management, campaign management. Um, you would say like 99% of your job in particular is like at your computer. Oh yeah. It's fully at my computer. Um, like you said, next big chunk, the campaign management. So if a brand comes back negotiating with them and, going back and forth between um, agreement points in contracts, making sure that that's all squared away, following up with brands that we've been in contact with that we kind of want to try and collaborate with. I always like to say fortune is in the follow-up. So follow-up is absolutely huge. I would say like like the admin side, 90% is like in the inbox. Right. Yeah. And so since you work for three, you had to technically kind of have three different jobs, I guess, in that way. And you're obviously a full-time student um, and you work pretty full-time and you teach yoga as well. Um, How have you structured it? Like, has it been a weird leap? Like if someone's coming from like a corporate situation or a different job situation, like how is this different? Like, how do you structure it in that way? Like, how do you, how do you stay organized? How do you make sure it doesn't, nothing falls through the cracks? Like yeah, that's a really great question. So it's not easy. <laughs> For short answer is it's not always easy, but at the same time, um, and it wasn't easy in the beginning, definitely a learning curve, but it gets easy. And 
I remember you, Anna, saying something to me, like, because I was so afraid um, of how I would perform and like basically like following your footsteps. And you were like, trust me, like you're going to be able to like do this in your sleep. And so um, it it definitely has gotten to that point. It's kind of just like part of my life now. But OK, how do I structure it? And there's a lot that I think about here. So fortunately, I'm able to work between, let's just say, like, give or take 30 hours a week. Oftentimes it's like a little bit less. Like I am able to work like in, in like, um, let's just say like in, um, literal terms, that's like part-time hours. So I'm able to, as opposed to like 40, as opposed yeah, to 40, you know, it's still a lot like, though. It's, it's two jobs in European hours. No. Oh my God. Trust me. Like totally get it. But like compared to like a lot of people who are working those 40 hour weeks, yeah. like only work like half the amount of time. Yeah. So I'm able to do that fortunately because of the industry rates, which yeah. I'm really thankful for. So that leads me into how I structure it, which is like every day kind of looks different because of school, but like ideally what I try and do is like the, it's like a very loose nine to five for me, like start like with the girls inbox, anything important that needs to be tended to anything in the socially ambitious inbox that needs to be tended to. Um, I'll always like to get a workout in there at some point during the day. Mm -hmm. And then usually my evenings are school because mm -hmm. I have class um, this particular semester is four to seven twice a week. And I just find that like in the nighttime when everything's kind of done, like because my the majority of my time is spent in the inbox and we do, I would say all of us, like you, Jess and Liv focus on like that, like nine to five time. Yeah. I kind of like stop a little bit after nine to five, after uh, 5 p.m. Right. So kind of have all that time after. Do you do like blocks? Like, are you like from this time to this time, I'm working on just stuff from this time to that, or do you just kind of like wake up and roll with it? I'm also so curious. Cause like, I, yeah, yeah I would like kind of try to structure it. Um, you do get like a lot of things come up during the day. So you do like, as much as you structure, there's like a little bit of flow that needs to be flowed. Yes. That's a great way to put it. And I guess it's like hard to, it's like, I'm picturing what I'm trying to say in my head, but it's also like coming out different because every day is a little bit different. But so the blocks, I think I used to do that more than I do now. Um, some days it's like really cut and dry, like either their collaborations are just like a little slow or the girls are like in their shooting phase where like they don't need me as much like mm -hmm. like everything's already been agreed on we don't need to invoice yet like so I guess there's kind of like ebbs and flows of like where the girls are at um where I'm at in my socially ambitious tasks that's a good word for it it's very much ebb and flow okay so I think I used to do blocks because I'm like super type A and I'm like, okay, I have to work two hours for Olivia and then I'm working two hours for Jess and then I'm right. working two hours for Zoom. That that ended up like really not working um, yeah. because I would be like in my Olivia block and like Jess would be texting me and I'd be like, oh my God, I'm not done with my Olivia block. Like, and that's just like not how, that, first of all, that's just like not how life works. Like that's just, was just like a really inflexible way of working. And I was finding myself like, more stressed or like working too long for one of them and like not you know 
tending to something that needed to be tended to. Mm-hmm. Um, Jess and Liv, if you're listening, everything gets done. But, um, but, but I feel like there's always like, or I, I would kind of always have kind of like a B list of things that are like not at all urgent yet like can always be done if there is downtime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like there's things that are like, like the emails need to be answered every day. The negotiations need to be done every day. Negotiations, negotiations (laughs) need to be done every day. But then there's things that are like, oh, I could always pitch more or like, oh, there's the media kit that's like not urgent that maybe, but now I have some downtime. I can like do that, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of more of where I'm at now, which I think also just speaks to more of like a shift in like my own personal self and just like how I'm approaching things in life. So again, cause we're talking about like, how the heck do I balance it all? And yeah, it's been a journey. So now what I do is like in the mornings kind of take like a high level overview of like, okay, what does this day look like? I look at all of the inboxes, what are like the most important things I need to get to right now. So I kind of end up working for everyone like simultaneously, if that makes sense. When the important things are tended to, then I can kind of be like, okay, now I can do, you know, like a task from start to finish and like do one thing and then the next thing and then the next. I would say that's kind of what I do now. Mm -hmm. And kind of like learn to roll with the punches because like you said like things just come up yeah they just fully come up and like tg for trello in those situations like something comes up i write it down and then i'll note how urgent or i'll note the priority level and that will indicate how soon i need to get to that task yeah okay yeah Yeah. that's great and so okay now i kind of want to get into like what your advice is for other people, because obviously not only do you do this, you've seen, a you've probably seen a lot of applications at this point in one way or another, yeah. whether it's through SOAM or through Justin Liv's inbox in particular, like I, and some of the, some, some are great. Some are, some have taken the influencers assistant course. Some have clearly not. What right. do you feel like, or even if somebody's thinking, let's start with, if somebody's thinking about getting into this, like if someone's like, I maybe want to be an influencers assistant, like what are things that they should consider? All right. So your question is if someone wants to be an influencer's assistant, what should they consider? Yeah. Like what, 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 how will they know, like, this is the right thing for me to do or, you know, what are the skills that you think they need? All right. So things that you need to consider are what, what do you need in your life at this time? This job is absolutely perfect for me right now because it's that again, like, more so loose nine to five. I, you know, if I need to start a little bit later, I can, if I want to start as early as I want, I can. Um, also thank God for schedule sending emails. (laughs) Um, so I, and I need that flexibility with school. Like if I have a group project, I need to meet at noon. I can meet at my group at noon. Like Mm -hmm. I have the flexibility as long as I get done what I need to get done. I can kind of structure my day Uh, you know, at my own accord. So something to consider is like, do you need 
flexibility because mm-hmm. this job is totally going to offer you flexibility. Um, there's always variance between influencers and like what you're being asked. But in truthfully, I've seen a lot of what influencers are looking for when I'm posting the job listings in their group. And overall, it's very much under all the, this, that big umbrella of, you know, main thing is getting the collaborations. Maybe there's some editing thrown in there, maybe some personal tasks, but all under that, like very flexible, um, you can kind of schedule at your own accord. Mm -hmm. So is this job going to help you? Is this going to like relieve you at all? Cause it totally has relieved me. Another thing to think about is like, organization is a must. Um, I would say type E's can like totally do it because like in the course, uh, you, Jess and Liv provide every single tool that anyone would need to be an incredible asset to your influencer. Um, but you need to stay organized because there, there are points where there are a lot of negotiations. Like I have a list of like 20 plus brands that I'm tracking my follow-ups with And I need to make sure like they're being followed up like between, you know, no more than five to seven days apart, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and that has to be tracked in order to kind of like, what's the phrase? Like not, not stay on the money, but like, no, drop, not drop the ball. Like not drop the ball. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You, you get it. You get it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like too, you know, it is definitely one of those jobs. Like no one is going to be like, did you do this? Did you do this? Did you do this? Like you have to like, just already do it. Like, I feel like Jess and Liv and then me as well. Now, now that I've like hired someone since you left me, um, (laughs) but I'm just kidding. I love Lauren. She's great. Amazing. Um, but like, as soon as I say something, or as soon as I leave a voice note about something, like I expect it to like, be in their hands now and be done. Like if I have to start being like, did you do this? Like, are you at work at nine? Like, are you doing this? Like, it's never going to work. Like you just have to be the type of person to like, like get it done and like figure it out. Like once it's in, in that like ether. Um, and yeah, definitely like to have that. And, and, and I think that's a real thing. Like when I was even working for Jess and Liv and like I was traveling through Italy, like it it was rough to have to like work. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I want a remote job so I can like travel. And then they just really wanted to like travel. Um, They just didn't want to work. Just totally fair. Like I so get it. Um, But yeah, it's definitely going to be one of those things where like you need to kind of be a self-starter. And also like, I think in a lot of other employment situations, like even potentially assistant, like a lot of people come in with the expectation that like, you're just going to be following directions and someone is going to give you ABC. But, and that's why I almost think like an assistant isn't even the best word for it because you are such a self-starter. You are going to like have your own ideas, your own like creativity, your own like, and that's why we love you so much because you don't say like, oh, what should we do? You're like, these are the three options that like I researched. This is the problem. These are the three options that I researched. And like, this is what I recommend. And like 99 times out of a hundred, we're just like, yeah, like whatever you want. Um, So I definitely think that's super important to like have that like self-starter energy for sure. Right. I absolutely love what you said. And 
you know, when you're like, so in the weeds of something, you're kind of on autopilot. So I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, that was such a good point. Like, how could I forget that? Like, that literally is the job. Like, like another, that's such a good point to consider. Like you kind of have to always be ahead of them. Um, so again, something to consider is like you do, and how do I keep up with it? Like every, like things just have to be checked every day. Um, they just do. And it's kind of like, that's been a thing, like just staying on top of your stuff. I don't want to say like, you have to be, you're not a manager because I'm, I'm not a manager and I don't want to, um, like Justin, you, Justin Liver, like fully my employers, but like, I almost think that like assistants in a sense, like are very managerial because you, you are managing things. And, and oftentimes like you, like I am on top of you guys being like, I need you to do this, or I need this from you or whatever. Like, just like you said, like you'll come to me because like, you'll need something done, but it's never like, Michaela, we asked you to do this. What's going on? Like, it's like, you just live will tell me to do something and you don't even need to like worry about it getting done. Like it doesn't even need to be talked about. Like it's going to get done. It's done. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, and no, that's, it's such an important point, even though maybe it's not like a manager role. Like I think it is a bit managerial. And I think a lot of people like do need to, I think what makes someone like a great assistant is really when you're taking into consideration the fact that like, this is their first time doing things too. Like they're growing really quickly. Like I, you know, all in all, as an influencer, I think you can grow really quickly. And like, I've never done group trips before. Like this is my first company doing group trips. This is, you know, my first time at this amount of followers on TikTok. This is my first time doing brand deals of this scale. This is my first online course. And like, I think the assistants that are really, really good do come with like, that understanding and that expectation of like, even like the other day, like Lauren was like, Hey, I noticed like, we kind of haven't been sending out a lot of emails. I was thinking maybe I should do like a summary of the different group trips via emails. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like I didn't even like think about that. Cause there were all these other things going on. And like, I think that makes someone so great is when they're a bit intuitive and have, and do take the initiative to like have those suggestions. I think a lot of people are like, scared to do it. Cause they're like, Oh, they're like my boss. But I'm like, I do think that's what ends up making someone like a really good assistant, you know, hundred percent. Like when you think about it, you're the reason anyone hires anyone is because they need them to execute a certain job and make their life easier or to help a team or like be that aspect that kind of like helps move the needle. Yeah. So that is exactly what this job is. Like you cannot be afraid to be like, Oh, I don't know if I should bother them. Like yeah, your job is to like full on get all up in their text thread or like, you know, in me and Jess's case, like we got to hop on the phone. Sometimes I got to be like, Jess, girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we got to hash out some things on the to-do list. Yeah, like we got to get it to. So, or even like with SOAM, because sometimes I notice like, if you're in a group chat, like sometimes things do get left. Oh yeah. We're like, I'm like, they'll answer it. And I need to be like, okay, at Jess or at Olivia, like I need one of you to do this. Like that's really that in that, um, self-starter nature and that um, intuitive nature. And just knowing that like, yeah, you cannot be bothered with like 
the fear of bothering them. Like they want you to bother them. Like, yeah, if it yeah, means, yeah. you know, and especially if it's about money, if it's about money, like bother me, like, yes, please. like yeah. if it's about that deal, if it's about that, uh, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> What do you feel like? Cause I'm sure you you've definitely seen a lot of resumes, a lot of applications at this point. What do you feel like are big mistakes people are making, even like from the application process? Okay, so that's a good question. I, I'm gonna say some mistakes. Something that I think is a mistake is that I find a lot of people, maybe not a lot, some people aren't maybe tailoring their resume to a specific job. Mm -hmm. Um, I like applying has never been one of my fortes and I'm pretty sure you've done my resume like a hundred times. I, it's like a little annoying to like redo the resume every time you always just want like that one that you could just like fire off down a list. But I would say the tailoring is definitely um maybe needs a little bit more attention yeah aside from even like I'll just call those like more of like formalities aside from the formality something that I noticed that like comes into the inbox a lot is people will ask like I have this experience like do you think I can do this and this job is like really you you know there's things you you really need to be organized you need to be that self-starter you need to be positive like upbeat attitude because like no one wants to work with someone who's not like that but yeah but it's not even about like what you've done in the past it is truly about like what you are bringing to the table now and just like can you execute this job and make their life easier like that is what is most important so I would say honestly like a little bit of doubt I see in people a lot of like hesitation but like I promise you like if I can do it you can do it yes For sure. I think a lot of people really get caught. A lot of people really get caught up in like work experience around this. And I'm like, how much it's like, how much work experience can you have in an industry that's only existed for like, I mean, you can say that the influencer industry has been around for like, let's say even 10, 15 years, but it's so different now than it was then. Like TikTok has been around and even like TikTok has been popularized for like maybe two, two, maybe four years, I guess, since the pandemic, I guess it had like a big rise in 2020, but like how much industry, like how much experience can you even possibly have in an industry that just existed? Like it's no one does. I, I don't, you know, I started my page like maybe two and a half years ago at this point, like that's not a lot of experience. And at the end of the day, like, I mean, I definitely think there's basic things that people need to learn. That's why we like made a course, but it's definitely not about like what you've done before. Like all of that is things that really can be learned in like a relatively short period of time. Exactly. Exactly. And that's like, when you think about it, that's kind of how, like, that's how I've gone like about most of my life. Like, I don't even know how I ended up in like so many situations, but it's like, you don't always have to know the, the how, like, you just need to kind of maybe know like the what, like, what is it you want to do? And like, you figure it out or you get yeah. taught. Like it's, it's always like, have you heard that saying? It's like 20% skill, 80% mindset. Like it's, yeah, yeah, fully, yeah. it's fully that it's like, don't worry about like, don't get stuck in the details. For sure. For sure. And like, I also always think like, 
ethereal, I, ethereally, I definitely believe that, you know, if you're in your heart, like want to do something that it is for you, you know, it's not just there, like, not to be like, but like, I feel like God wouldn't be like, oh, plant this like desire in you and then be like, Mm. you know, no, like it's not for you. You know, I think it's definitely, if it's calling to you, it's, it's something that, and you don't always need to know like how it's going to work out. I remember when I was like leaving the acting industry, I was like, leaning and I was never I didn't know I was never like I want to host group trips I want to have an online course I want to have a TikTok where I talk about like social justice issues like I was kind of just like called to this thing and I was like okay I want to maybe make a food page start posting about it and you know where it goes from there is 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 in God's hands or, or whatever but I feel like if if something is calling to you it's definitely and even people ask me like because before this, if anybody's new, like I was an actor before this, and then I decided to leave, there were enough, and people ask me a lot, like, do you regret it? Because I didn't go to college. I took a huge risk. I was like, I want to be an actor, you know? And then I was like, oh, I don't, after a while, after like a big movie and a show, I was like, oh, I maybe don't want to do this anymore. And people ask me a lot, like, do you regret it? Do you invest, you know, do you regret investing like all this money and time into this career that you ended up like not liking? And I'm like, no, because I never would have been able to do what I do now without that. And even I have other friends, everyone pretty much from my high school theater who ended up pursuing acting full time. Some people, you know, it worked out for differently than others, but majority, a lot of people don't do it anymore. And I think not a single one of us regrets it, even though that was a really, really big risk overall. That was like a really big financial thing. You know, a lot of us spent tens of thousands of dollars in years of our life. But like, I think also now I see like, even as they go into other jobs, they're not necessarily like less successful than those who who had a college degree or did X, Y, Z, which I think speaks all the more to the fact that like, whatever, you know, you're being called to is, is your path. If you're being called to you know, you want to be more in the social media industry or you want a job where you can travel or if you're here, you know, I definitely think it's, it's for a reason. It's so true. Yeah. And again, like that's just so synergistic. And I think you all, like have been, you Jess and Liv and like even myself, we've been like so successful because we've had, we've gone with those calls, you know, yeah. you You've, I often say in my yoga classes, I, if you missed it, I, I teach yoga as well. You know, we want to be listening to those like whispers, not like the shoulds, not like the screams of like, oh, I have to do this or I should have been doing that. Like it's, it's very tempting to go in that direction, but it's like the really soft kind whispers and like those calls that you said that are kind of what I think like moves uh, the needle in our personal and like, I'll, you know, take this with a grain of salt, like our spiritual lives to like, kind of like really move us forward into like this life that we want. And like, it is fully unfolding and happening for me. Like I moved out of my house, like, because of this job, like I only have two jobs. Like I only do this and I do yoga, but I do yoga now just because I love it. Not yeah. because I'm chasing the classes and I mean, and you left studios that you didn't like, like you yes. were more intentional about, you started doing workshop, your own workshops, you know? Yeah. I started, you're right. Like gaining the confidence to like say no to work and like yeah. really my value and my worth. And 
And this job has also been teaching me so much just from more of like a professional space, getting an idea of the kind of space that I want to be in. I have never been more respected and cared for in any other work environment. It's unbelievable. And it's not just because like we get along so well, like it's very, the boundaries are very clear. Like you're, yeah. you're very much like boss and I execute, but like, it almost doesn't feel that way. Like we're, it's just, I, I think it is because of the boundaries. Like it's just, everything's really clear and, mm-hmm. you know, we make space for a little bit of fun, but like, we all know, like, you know, when ish needs to be done, we get it done, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. Definitely um, a very like discipline is freedom approach of like yes, everything yes. will get done during the hours of th- we'll have this meeting from this time to this time and we'll get it done. And if we have a little extra time, we'll, we'll keep key, but yeah, but I, I think I love like that environment that's, that's been created. And I think that's pretty common. Like I need, and I think another thing is funny is people are always like, Oh, are influencers like terrible to work for? Like, are they crazy? I'm like, no. Oh my God. And maybe somebody's had that experience, you know, of course, like there can always be people that are, you know, people are still people. But that's with any job. Like I'm almost thinking about how like one certain aspect of let's say this industry is being criticized. Like you can like in that aspect, like you can see that in any work environment. Yeah, like for sure. Like, you know, so there's there's also, you know, there's a lot of those misconceptions that people don't know about, which is why I love that we're here and that you're doing the podcast and that you have the course because you yeah. you go through that. You demystify it and you know more people are learning about this space. Yeah, it's it's very cool. I'm very excited. Um, as we wrap up, any like final words of advice to people who are considering, you know, becoming an influencer's assistant? Um, you don't have to. We gave a lot. I know. I'm just like, oh my God, these are like my final, my final words. Yeah, it's really I serious. I, I feel like that. Oh my God. Um I guess, you know just think about what you're looking for at this time. Um, Know that it's possible. Know that you definitely will need to be by your computer or phone. That is a must, but it, you know, if it's going to be anything similar to my journey, it's only going to benefit you and it's only going to move you forward in maybe ways that you weren't expecting. Um, which I've actually, we've seen a lot in our students. They've come to us with a lot of wins that they were never expecting. And yeah, just follow the calls. Just honestly, just what, you know, what I have learned about you and Justin Liv is that you're just so um, in tune with yourselves and what you need and do the best to like really honor yourselves and what you want. And that's helped me. And I would only recommend the same thing to like our potential students and just community. Hey, amazing. And then I guess just like final wrap up question. Um, what is one thing you're just excited about in your life? Oh my God. One thing I'm excited about is, <laughs> well, there's kind of two things. One, going to Olivia's wedding with you and seeing her get married because I've been helping plan the wedding and I'm like, oh, go and see, see the fruits of your labor. Yes. Um, and what am I excited about? Um, you know, this is actually like 
that's a little, no, it's not like personal, but I would say I just had a passing of my grandfather and I'm watching my grandmother kind of in her new process. And she's just so close to me. And I'm, I'm kind of excited to see how she grieves, but also flourishes during this time. That's just like been really near and dear to me lately. So yeah. I'm in her first like single era since like 17. She's 85. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> So yeah. they were married for like six, 65 years, something, something like, like that. that. Um, yeah. yeah, she's in her like single baddie era. Um, yeah, and she is a baddie. She rocks. Yeah, she like is. Okay, well, I guess let's wrap up. Thank you so much, Michaela, for coming on here, sharing everything. And yeah, well, we'll see you next week, guys. So bye, guys. Bye. bye.